0: I got this. Okay, hi everyone. So today's um little call or podcast, whatever you're listening to this on, is gonna be how to change your habits. So all of us have habits, even though sometimes we don't realize. Sometimes they affect others, sometimes they get on our own nerves and they sometimes actually serve us depending on what they are. And you guys know better than anyone, when you come to me, I give you all little to-do lists and they are your habits. And a lot of the time when I give you them, it's like, oh my gosh, they're so unrealistic, but you all manage to get there in the end and you all manage to stay consistent with them. So that is really, really good. So we're going to be going through what habits are how to change your habits, how to recognize what is benefiting you and what isn't, and then ultimately change your behavior to adjust to those habits to serve you better and improve the quality of your life or your happiness. So first of all, I wanted to say what is a habit? Because I feel like a lot of the time we justify bad behavior and we're like, oh, it's just a habit, but actually it's a choice. So a habit is a practice that we revert back to, or it is something that we do continuously and find very difficult to give up. So a lot of the time people bite their nails, they smoke, they um might do things that might not benefit them as much. Whereas our targets are to get steps in, to drink lots of water, to use our phone less, to make sure we're getting lots of sleep. So a habit can be lots of different things. Um, it's just a behavior and it's a practice that we will do often. And a lot of the time our life is made up of them and they can be good habits, but they can also be bad habits. So you guys get to choose what kind of life you want to lead. And that will be reflective on the kind of habits that you have daily. So some good habits that I would say I have are recognizing my behavior pretty fast, um, whereas some bad habits are scrolling on my phone, picking up my phone when I don't need to, maybe not listening as well as what I should. Um, But there are things that I'm conscious of and I am consciously trying to improve, but I know that they don't serve me very well. But a lot of the time, sometimes we don't know that it's not serving us so we'll just continue to do it because it's, it's normal we are conditioned to be that way because we've done it for so long and everyone else around us is doing it so it is our normal um but you actually get to choose which way you go with this you can use it to benefit you or it can pretty much make your life poop like you get to choose And I think that is really um, eye-opening for me is that when I realized I didn't have to be in such a dark place, I didn't have to be so boring. I got to choose how to live my life. I feel like that was such an enlightening moment that I didn't have to be like everyone else around me. Um, All of my family smoked. All of my family ate really unhealthy foods. And growing up, I thought that was just a given. I thought I was going to be overweight forever. I thought that I was going to turn out just like them but it's those little habits it's like imagining that every brick you put on that wall you're you'll eventually build a house so just keep putting that brick and changing your mind changing your mindset changing your habits making sure that you are taking control eventually you're going to get the house you want or the life you want so you have to be the change that you want to see so the first step to creating your new habits your new life making sure that you are focusing on you and becoming happier, is becoming aware. So when you look at your life, what do you actually do? Do you press snooze in the morning? Are we waking up to an alarm? What are we doing as soon as we get out of bed? Are we picking up our phone? Are we being really unproductive straight away? Or are we doing things that actually serve us and contribute to our happiness? And then when it comes to your first meal, what are we doing? Are we going for convenience food? Are we taking care of our health? Are we drinking water? Are we hydrating before we um, drink caffeine? And things like this that are going to have a huge impact on you, but they are just simple decisions in the morning, but can can make your day amazing or it can make it so poop. So what are we actually doing? And a lot of the time we don't see ourselves from the outside perspective because we are so emotionally in tune with ourselves and we are in the situation we can't see what we're doing so something that you guys can focus on tomorrow is thinking what am I actually doing right now is this serving me or is this not serving me and what can I do to change that so becoming aware can actually look uh a little bit different for every part of your life obviously there could be physical things that you're doing so that could be with your food that could be um with your body maybe the way you're treating yourself your mindset anything like that and then your personal who are you hanging around with who do you talk to who do you go to for advice who what are your habits in your personal life? How do you communicate? How do you act in your relationships? Not only with your partner, but with your family, your friends and stuff like that. And then in terms of your professional side, what are you actually doing in work? Do you procrastinate? Do you enjoy your job? Do you try hard? Do you put the effort in? Ask yourself if you are trying to procrastinate, why? Do you actually not enjoy it? And what are your habits surrounding all three areas? Because It's hard to focus on one point when those three things are mixed. If you categorize them and put them into different sections, it'll be so much easier for you to just figure out what is going wrong and how you can improve. So just remember to look at your life from the outside perspective. Don't be so involved. Um, One thing that I actually learned not so long ago was that imagine that you're your dog watching you watch TV and you're watching quite an emotional TV program, and you start crying. And the dog is like, "Oh my gosh, she's crying! Like she's so sad. I need to go help her." And then all she, the dog can see is you crying at a box, and that the box is making sound, but it's affecting you. And the, the dog is like, "But she's crying at a box. Like, is this really something that should matter to her? Because it's just a box." And obviously, we can feel the emotions because we're so involved but just see it like the dog sees it. So if you are um, so emotionally involved in a situation, you can't act out of logic, you act out of emotion. So your reactions might be different. You might scream, shout, cry. Whereas if you act out of logic, you can make a much better valid decision. So just try to think, are these habits actually serving me? Are they serving a greater good? And can I change it? because I'm actually not that emotionally involved. And I feel like this will probably be a great tip for all of you guys, because we're all quite empathetic and like kind and doers and people pleasers. So just thinking, take the emotion out of it and how could it change us as a person? Um, the next thing I wanted to go over was what are you currently doing that does serve you? So does anyone want to put in the chat box or speak up that about habit that actually serves them daily? Anyone? Hi, one. Yeah, go okay. on. Uh going to the gym. Yes. So how do you feel like it's
1: benefiting you? I feel healthier, um, stronger. And like I I wanna get up and do something in the mornings so, because I go at half six. So having that habit, for me, has been good because it's, like, helping me get to sleep better. Like, I'm getting a good, like, night's sleep.
0: Um, yeah, it's just all around been pretty good for me. Yeah, and it almost gives you purpose, right? Because you know that it's serving you so much and improving your quality of life. You're like, I have something to live for now. Yeah, and it's,
1: it's become a hobby as well. So it's, like, affected... More than one part of my life, it's like helped my sleep. It's helped me to get up and out of bed in the morning. It's given me something to look forward to every day. Um, It makes me feel better in myself
0: as well and just overall healthier. Yeah, and I feel that's such a good point, like to see the bigger picture, not just what you're actually doing. You're not just going to the gym. You are benefiting all areas of your life. And to be able to do just a small thing that lasts an hour a day you are making a massive impact to your future and your now. So I feel like that's really, really cool. Um, and then Kaylee, do you want to say anything? Nope. Okay, cool. Sorry, oh, maybe
2: on. I was going to say maybe on the what doesn't save me. Okay, you go for that then. What doesn't save you? I think it would be like being emotionally invested in my job. So like like not having an off button for um for like finishing after five o'clock so being like oh the business is gonna fail without me if I don't answer this email at like half past nine but realistically if I was to go off like quit or go off a long-term sick, the business would still go on so just like being less emotionally involved in it 100%
0: and like if you are able to take that rest that you know you need you're going to be able to perform better to a better standard a higher standard and enjoy yourself more the next day you'll be able to be a better Kaylee. yeah definitely so maybe we're going to have to work on that together
2: (laughs) Uh, yeah I just need to be like no or like maybe delete it from my phone because I have like emails or um messaging on my phone kind of have that boundary then with myself and work to be like
0: I, I don't yeah. have a <laughs> I actually um was doing a little bit of content on this today so if you think of a car a car needs an accelerator and a brake a person who works all the time needs a job and a break um a long-haul flight will go for like seven hours plus but the the plane has to break afterwards and the crew has to sleep and everything that we know has to have a break. But then, if you're a highly motivated, career driven person, you just don't break. So then you burn yeah. out, and then bad things happen, and you kind of become resentful towards yourself and whatever you burnt out, like whatever caused you to burn out. So, save you from getting that place to that place. Like, make sure you give yourself the permission to just take a break. Like, I've definitely. Got to burn out before and it just throws you off. So I don't know if you have, but definitely take breaks. You deserve time off. Definitely. Okay, cool. So um the next one. When you are trying to create new habits or stop the habits that don't serve you, be honest with yourself because a lot of the time we don't want to admit our our wrongdoings we don't want to actually change because we know it's going to be hard so therefore we lie to ourselves and we just pretend everything's fine so just be completely honest with yourself like I would say even I overwork and I was saying to Phil just now when we were having dinner I really need to stop working around five o'clock because I'm so tired and like doing this call on a Wednesday, I feel like I could deal with that once a week working until eight, the other days working until five. But I, I've i only now become honest with myself. But it's too much. And I don't know why I just kept going. I think a lot of the time we have these expectations of ourselves and we're like, we have to keep up. We have to constantly be going so fast and we have to do things that other people think that we should be doing. But in reality, if you're just doing what makes you happy, you're going to have a way more fulfilled life. So Start by being more honest with yourself, honest with the people around you, and you'll just become such a happier person. And I was like, put my hand on my heart. that I will do that. That's what that little picture is about. So I hope you guys can relate to that as well, because if you're honest, you will get so much further in life, not only because people will appreciate you more. They will respect you more and you will have a better level of respect for yourself as well. So step number two, be committed to yourself. Now I'll let everyone knows it is so hard and it is so easy to just give up on you. Like that's why you need a coach. That's why you need to be held accountable. And ultimately it is hard to stick to boundaries that you have set for yourself. I've given up on myself so many times and I know you guys have, but that is why we're in this together. So first of all, set yourself some deadlines. What do you actually want to achieve? What habits do you want to get rid of? And when do they need to be gone? What do we want to start encouraging in our life? And when are we going to bring them in? And when are we going to make sure that they are a habit? So um, statistically, it takes around 60 days to make a habit. I'm not sure how true that is. I've read it so many times, but I'm not sure what studies have been on it. So if you think about it as two months to make sure that you've got that habit. So that means you need to be doing it at least once a day for it to become set in stone so that is a long long time to be doing something new so talk to me and Isha about it check in with us we will hold you accountable and we will make sure that you're feeling really good about it and like not only does it need to be possible but it needs to be attainable you can't do something that's possible that you can't achieve it needs to be realistic and you need to make sure that you are being honest and open with me or with Isha about it because if you just say, yeah, I'm gonna stop smoking now and in 60 days, I'm gonna be absolutely fine. What plan have you put in place to actually achieve that? How are your habits going to change? What is gonna magically appear? Nothing. You have to put the work in, you have to build a plan, and I will make sure that you get there, or Isha sure will. Um Use the people that are closest to you. So, your friends and family, are they supporting you? And if not, get new friends because it is so much easier than what we think to make friends. And I feel like that's one great thing about our group as well. All of the support and the encouragement that's in there is just massive. So, asking for help is a strength, okay? When you guys reach out to me, that is a huge strength. And I respect you massively for that because. It's scary to admit that you're not okay. And it's okay to admit that you're not okay as well. It's fine to ask for help. You get... Places faster, and you get to a better place by going together. I always stick with this saying it's like, you want to go fast, then go alone. But if you want to go far, you go together. And that will stick with me forever. And it's something that even encouraged me when I got a coach because I was really struggling. I didn't know how to keep moving, I didn't know how to keep growing. And when I reached out to a coach, I was like, I wish I did this sooner, it's not a bad thing to talk about how you feel, it's not a bad thing to ask for help and just keep reminding yourself the people around you care, they are around you because they love you, so open up to them and if they don't accept it then maybe they just shouldn't be around that often, Um, you want people who bring you up and they, they encourage you to become better and that means that your habits and the people who surround you need to uplift at the same time so when you're trying to change your habits, so it could be getting to the gym three times a week, it could be um drinking more water, getting your steps in daily. What does it actually mean to you? So I don't mean that what the end goal will be. I mean, how is it going to make you feel when you achieve what you're looking for? How is it going to make your life change? So if you're going to the gym three times a week and you're getting your steps in and you're drinking those water and you're doing everything you're meant to be doing. I'm guessing that you're super excited to lose the weight, but what does that actually mean for you? It is looking in the mirror and feeling super confident with the way you look. It is wearing those clothes that you feel like don't suit you, but you want to wear them. So you're so when you get to the size that you're comfortable with, you can feel amazing in going out and feeling confident. You can feel like you are worthy to be where you are because you love yourself finally. It is so much more than just losing weight. It is the feeling that we're chasing. And that's constantly got to be a reminder in the back of your head. This is why I'm doing it. And this is why it is important. So how will you actually make sure that this time is different? What are you guys saying? Anyone? <laughs> um,
1: I think having somebody h- holding you accountable makes it Easy, not easier
0: but like more attainable yeah I so 100%. agree in any way a hundred percent and like I guess if you are so open with someone else they can check in on you they can make sure you're getting it done they can encourage you on different ways to be more efficient like you definitely do that with a lot of the girls which I really appreciate and they can give you advice and also just a place to like to be heard because a lot of the time people don't care what we're doing whereas a coach genuinely cares and they will give you that space to just be yourself and be honest as well because there's never any judgment so step three behavioural change. Now, change is really hard, as we all know. But when it comes to consciously changing the way we act is a little bit harder as well. So we've already said we need to become aware of how we're acting, then you need to become committed to the change. But now it's what do we actually need to change? This is the only photo I could find for myself on campus today because my Wi-Fi was so bad. And it's a picture of me the first time I ever had wine. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a fun experience. But my thoughts don't control me. That's what you constantly have to think. It actually has nothing to do with wine, but it's my only photos. Sorry. So, yeah, your thoughts don't control you. So when you come to your behavior change and it tells you that, Your mind just tells you that you're being stupid. It's not going to work. You're not good enough. You don't deserve this. You have to think, I control my thoughts. My thoughts don't get to control me. I can just switch that off because it is just a voice in my head. It's not reality. And I can just choose to see the upside. Always think upside, upside, upside. What is the good thing about this situation right now? Your thoughts don't have to be a downer on the day. If you have had an experience with, say, someone who's really meaningful to you, it can often get you down. You might cry, you might scream, you might feel really shit for a bit, but you get to choose to switch that off and you get to think happy thoughts again. So just being, being proactive about it is the best way I could say. Listen to your favorite song, go for a walk, spend time in nature, do things that will refresh your thoughts and give you a little bit of good positive energy back because otherwise you'll just sit there and overthink for hours and then the problem gets so much worse because you've made it that, that way. It doesn't have to be that way. It's a conscious choice. Fear is fire. So I know I've talked to you guys about that before, but you need to harness the fear that you have and let it power you through. A little bit of fear is really good. Just like a little bit of stress is really good. Anything in moderation is great because you're able to use it to your advantage. So just think, if I ever feel scared, how can I channel this to motivate me to work better? So it could be that you don't want to, you want to give up your habit because you know it's for the greater good, but it is scary to think, what will I do instead? So it could be... um, You pretty much just saying that you want to give up biting your nails, but you have no idea what you're going to do instead. So, you could just pick up a book and read and keep yourself busy, or you don't want to be scrolling on your phone anymore, but you have no idea what to do instead because you're going to be bored and you don't really like spending time alone. So, what could you do instead? What other hobby do you have? Are you trying to learn a new language? Are you trying to benefit yourself in work? Are you trying to upskill? Are you trying to, um, I don't know, do something to actually benefit you. Just swap that bad habit out for a good habit and then just make that your go-to thing. Make that your anchor to bring you back down to earth and actually get your shit together. So I think this is a bit um crazy to put in a coaching call, but I thought it was a really good example. So I often experience anxiety and I feel like a lot of girls experience anxiety. I feel like I probably have never met one female who hasn't experienced it and I think it is an awful thing when you get a t- tight chest and it affects you physically but I do feel like anxiety is a good thing um it is a thing that can tell us when we are unsafe when we don't feel great when we are um, when we need to get out of a situation when we feel uncomfortable and whatever else anxiety is good and it is a normal human emotion to experience and it tells you when to stop it tells you when to go it tells you what to do and we can harness that just like fear we can Introduce it to our lives as a good thing and it benefits us. And it's all mindset. If you tell yourself that it's good, it's going to be good. And you can make sure that it doesn't affect you in those physical ways because it only affects you that way with a tight chest, sweaty palms, and everything else when it's overload. If you have a little bit of anxiety, it will push you further to work hard. It will You'll be so, so proud of yourself after you've worked through it because you know that it was probably the hardest thing you've had to go through. So just tell yourself a little bit of anxiety is good. I'm getting out of my comfort zone. It's where the most growth, most growth happens. And I can be really, really calm after I've completed this task. So it's not a bad thing. If you feel it, you don't have to give up. You just continue and you push through and you'll come out a much, much happier ending. Uh, discomfort is the most rewarding. Now I feel like I actually posted about this today as well. So a lot of the time when our heart is absolutely racing or we feel really, really uncomfortable and awkward and loads of other really weird emotions that we don't like, it is the where the most growth happens and is the most rewarding thing that can happen. If you're in your comfort zone, you can't improve. Like full stop, you just can't because it's your normal, it's your comfy. You won't be pushing yourself out there. You won't be doing anything that benefits you massively because you're already in your normal state. And when you feel uncomfortable, you will start to speak up, you will be more yourself, you will gain confidence, you will gain respect, you will gain so many benefits, it's actually crazy. So when you feel really uncomfortable, when you are changing your habits, remind yourself of this, this is where the magic happens. I am growing right now and I won't look back a year from now. I'm gonna be such a better version of me and I'm gonna go so, so far. So this temporary discomfort will be my permanent comfort in the future. Um, Change will be the hardest part. Everyone knows that change is really, really hard, but I can absolutely guarantee you that change will be the making of you. The person who you want to become needs change and you have to change to get there. Um, So step four, what are we actually going to do to change our habits? I want you guys to imagine, like. Who do I want to be? Like, channel into your inner self, and who do I want to be? And then we're just going to build a plan to create it. So, I put this on here because I thought this was so, so good. Look at all of this white space behind this photo. There is literally nothing, it is just two people. The person on the left is you now, the person on the right is you, say, in six months' time. And if you guys were to just talk to each other, what would they say? Do you think they'd even have the same level of communication? Like, who would you be in the future? Because I know that I'm probably not going to like me <laughs> six months from now. Like, the amount of growth we go through at our age is just crazy. Like, when I think back to when I was 18, I would have literally, like, pushed her off to the side. I would have been like, you're so annoying. <laughs> but now I, I, I look to the future and I'm like, I'm just going to be my baby self. I'm going to think back, say six months from now on the right. I'm like, oh, you're so cute. Like you're just so cute and innocent. And I know that my, me now I'm looking forward and I am I feel inspired by my future me because I know it's going to be such a better version. Like if you're interested, which I know you all are in growth and happiness, then this will be a really fun task. So I want you guys to take like five minutes and we're going to talk about this as well. So make sure you write something down or just make a little note of it on your phone. Who do you want to be six months from now? So put maybe three words. Who do you want to be? What characteristics do you want? What do you want to um, look like? What do you want to feel like? It could be anything. And how are you going to get there? So you need three um characteristics and three ways to get there. And I'm gonna give you five minutes. I'll put a little bit of music on and we will um get that done. This is probably gonna be the only task. So if you could do it, that'd be great. I'm putting um music on on my phone. So I'm not sure how it's gonna sound through the mic. Five minutes, go for it. So guys, I'm done now, so let me know when you're all done, and then we'll go on to it. There's no point in waiting five minutes if you're both done. Just put like a little thumbs up or something in the chat box, or just say done. mine first and I was kind of shocked like even though I did it so fast I have no idea how because I've never really thought of this before I just saw this picture and I was like oh my gosh I need to include it because there's so much busyness and chaos around us we don't even get that place to just think and I thought like what a great idea to do it together on the call so um, I even like looked at my camera now and like so much stuff behind me whereas these guys on the picture Nothing. So the three things that I want to be six months from now would be knowledgeable, happier, and more fulfilled. So I feel like my goals might even seem like a shock to you. So I'm excited to see what you guys think um, and what you guys think about yourselves as well. So how am I going to get there? I feel like last year I was kind of um, like... Not disappointed but almost like discouraged with myself because i had read the the, like the least amount of books i've ever read in my entire life i read like four and the year before that i read like something like 16 so i kind of felt like discouraged but then i thought well actually i've watched so many documentaries i've watched i've listened to so many podcasts and i've learned loads still but i want to continue to learn so i would like to start reading again that's definitely fueled the fire inside of me and i want to watch more like maybe coaching videos and go to more seminars and networking events and stuff like that and then my second one was to become happier so i know that happiness is a journey and everything like that but i do feel like i lost lost myself a little bit i just constantly worked so much last year so I do really want to start to become happier. And the way I'm going to do that is do more things for me and try new things for me. Because a lot of the time I'm just like, yeah, we'll do whatever, what everyone else wants to do. And I don't actually do what I want to. So I'm going to be doing that. And then more fulfilled. I want to become way more efficient with my tasks and my time management. I've already started doing that. and It's paying off massively. And I'm going to start finishing work earlier, like Kaylee said. So yeah, that's my three things. If you guys want to share what you guys have written down, that'd be great.
2: I don't mind going. <clears throat> Mine was um, sorry, just switch back to my notes. Uh being more positive. So just making sure that I'm having a more positive outlook on life um in anything I do. Uh second one is committed to change. So making sure that, you know, I actually stick to stick to what I'm doing and, and making what we call like our non-negotiables, the steps, the the water, actually a part of my life instead of just being like, oh, I need to make sure I hit my steps or I need to make sure I drink water, have it as part of my daily routine and then just be away with it then, you know, in the next six months, just have it as part of my life. Um, And then my last thing was just being a bit more carefree because I feel like sometimes I can get a bit uptight about things or just... I love to plan as you know so if something doesn't go to my plan um or if there's a change in a plan I'm really hard to like I find it hard to adapt to that change even though it might be for the better or it doesn't really impact me um and maybe yeah I'm more carefree take less control and let other people kind of make more effort or or lead on certain things
0: yeah 100% and also um just allow yourself to be your age like yeah. You are allowed to make mistakes. You are allowed to be carefree. You don't have responsibilities. Like do what the normal, the normal person your age would do. Like that's one thing yeah. I realized about me as well is that I take everything so seriously
2: and I don't yeah. have
0: to yeah we're we're only young (laughs) yeah like let us be young for a while and that doesn't mean that you're not allowed to be responsible sometimes but you're allowed to be stupid too like you're allowed to make mistakes as well obviously not like within reason it doesn't have to be crazy but yeah just give yourself that permission to be you yeah definitely I think like when you have when like because obviously we both of us have an older boyfriend we have to sometimes be older (laughs) but you know yeah it's just the expectations that we've put on ourselves so then how are you actually going to get to your goals
2: so I'm actually going to make sure that I well I didn't really interact with the app before um you know like ticking off when I've done certain things so making that as part of my daily routine actually ticking off when I've done it and when I haven't done it being like why couldn't I do that or make sure I get it done tomorrow um so that's more like the committed to change the more positive side just yeah maybe like looking at a situation or addressing a situation and looking at it on like the flip side so oh that's like really inconvenient or that's really stressful but then flipping it over and be like okay no like this might be good for this or like I can approach it in this way so just making sure that um yeah I kind of stick to what I've committed to now.
0: I like it well done and that's Mm -hmm. good as well that you feel like you can do it and because you've written it down now you know it's possible you know it's achievable and you know you can do it so and there's no reason why you can't because you know that you can go from A to B and just imagine you talking to your future self she'd be feeling pretty proud of you right now that you've made a plan on how to get there so well done I'm really proud of you Mm um Isha do you want to have a go
1: Yeah. So, um, my first one was confident. Um, my second one, my second one kind of goes hand in hand, but it's to be, um, more accepting of myself. And then the third one was to be more assured in, so like, just in general, but more specifically in my future and my career. Um, just like, Being more sure of what I want to do and what I want to get out of my career if
0: that makes sense 100% and I just want to say that you are literally the most accepting and kind person to everyone else so I'm so glad that you put that on there because I recognize that too sometimes you don't give yourself enough credit or appreciation for what you've actually done and the person you are and I feel like you need to be so proud of yourself because you are literally awesome and you don't recognize it obviously I do and I feel like lots of other people can see it as well and I'm so glad that's on your list so I feel like that's a great one but yeah tell me how you're going to get from where you are now to where you want to be so I think the first
1: thing is to stop focusing on what other people think of me stop letting what others may see affect what is actually there so like in my head when I look in the mirror I know that I'm starting to learn anyway that not everyone looks like they don't look at me and see the same things I do so starting to accept that that's how that the way I see myself isn't how other people see me and that it's okay to be kind to myself I think that's going to be the hardest one but um yeah just learning to live life by my my own thoughts, not what other people think of me.
0: I think. Yeah. I so think it's really good. It.
1: Um and then for the job, the being more assured, I think pushing myself out of my comfort zone. Um like it's it it's good to have stability. And I think that's I'm using it too much as like a safe option. I need to sometimes think, you know what, just go for it. Do the thing that you want to do. Um, push yourself out there and you might get good results you might not but I just need to learn to just let myself try at least
0: yeah and that's another thing like the same as the thing as I said to Katie like just be your age you're allowed to make mistakes you have like zero responsibilities right now this is the only time we're going to get so we have to make the most of it because we're going to look back and think why didn't I do that or I could have I could have taken that opportunity when it came to me, but I kind of regret that I didn't or something like that. And I think I, th- I think you're right about feeling safe and everyone wants that feeling, but you all also want to chase happiness and challenge and more fulfillment. And that's not going to come where you're feeling safe. So you're going to have to leave that comfort zone and you're going to have to grow. And it's going to be so much fun. Like, I feel like you are getting more positive you're getting like more kind to yourself and the way you're going to feel assured in yourself is by going and experiencing new things and finding out what you like what you want what you want to do and that's going to have to come from going outside of the comfort zone I think I also just need to like
1: experience life like yes I know I've, I've done some traveling like I lived in Italy for four months I've like I've been to a few places but I think Doing that would definitely help me like learn more about myself. Like traveling more, I mean, will help me learn more about myself and what I actually want from life. Yeah. And just like said acting my own age, going out every now and then because I just want to have fun, not because I have to and yeah, no, outcome. Me, you and
0: Kaylee. <laughs> <laughs> I'd always be up for that. Yeah, me too. Honestly, me too. I do feel like um we are all very grown up for our age like it's a great thing but we do miss out on a lot of normal stuff like we are boring but in a good way and I don't mean to offend anyone <laughs> but yeah okay I'll go into the next slide now so then um how would you changing your habits actually add to your life. So say with you, Kaylee, you want to finish work. What are you going to be doing with those extra hours? You are probably going to be chilling, which is going to benefit you massively. It's going to benefit your relationships with your family, with your partner, with your friends. It's going to be so good for your sleep because you're going to be able to switch off. There are so many things that it's going to add to your life. And it's the same with making sure that you're adding in the water. You are making your life around those healthy habits and say in the future if you ever wanted kids or whatever, they're gonna be healthier too. So not only will you be benefiting, but the people around you are going to benefit too. And then with you, uh, Isha, if you were to get all of those habits in check, be more kind to yourself, feel more assured, um figure out what you actually wanna do, how is that gonna benefit your life? Well, the most obvious one is gonna give you a lot of sense of purpose. Like you're gonna feel so much more fulfilled when you wake up in the morning, when you go to sleep at night, you're gonna feel more proud of yourself and everyone wants to feel pride. So those little tiny things that we talked about within the next 60 days is going to be massive when it comes to your entire life. And you have to see it like that. Those little changes that we're making right now, 10 years time, you will be such a better person for it. You're going to be um, healthier, more kind, happier, more fulfilled. And isn't that what we all want? So making sure that you feel like you are putting in the work and actually getting there. And yeah, I already said this, who else is going to benefit? Obviously, none of us have kids right now, but say in the future, you could have children and they're going to benefit from all of your healthy thoughts, your positivity, your happiness, and everything you've created for them. And and I know it all giving people. So even the people that are in our lives right now, how will our parents benefit? You can teach them things you've managed to achieve and they're going to be really proud of you and inspired by you. Because even though parents would say often, they are so, so proud of you and what you've actually achieved, and they will learn from you, even though they won't say it, they will learn. And it's the same with your friends as well. They're going to see that you have changed so much, you've improved, and that's going to inspire them. If you can do it, they can do it. And it's the same with your partner arguments might even get easier too because you are so much more level-headed, you're able to act out of that um, emotional attachment of the situation, you're able to um, hold your emotions better or whatever else that you want to work on. So step five, I wanted to go through some reminders because obviously, these are actually really long uh, videos. So if you want to write these down, or if they resonate with you, then just go for it. So sometimes you need forced evolution. And I put this on because obviously, everyone knows that photo. But you need to realize that change isn't just going to happen, you have to force yourself to become better. It doesn't just happen. You don't just get an upgrade. You don't just get Lots of opportunities in front of you, you create them and you have to sometimes think, okay, if I don't do this now, what's going to happen? You'll act out of fear if you, or you'll get nervous and that's fine, but you have to force yourself to become better because it will never happen otherwise. Uh, have a go to. So, whenever you feel like you're going to go back into your old habits, you're going to slip back to your old self, or you feel really unfulfilled with what you're doing right now, have a go to. So, my go tos are doing things that make me happy or calm. So, I will listen to like a song that I love or a song that makes me feel really good. I will take a walk in nature. I will try to become I sometimes even just sit there and like put in on YouTube funny videos and I'll just watch a couple of funny videos and then it just raises my energy up. I can act out of my best self. I can make sure that I'm tapping into that good energy and just being the person that I want to embody rather than being sad and crying over the thing that just happened. Because if. Uh, if something gets to you so badly, it will ruin your day, but it does not have to, like you get to choose how it's going to impact you. So just have a couple of go to's and go to them to make you feel better. Just make a mental note or make a physical note what to do when I get pissed off, what to do when I get sad, what to do when I feel like I need to go bingey, what to do when I feel like I can't be asked to go for a walk. Like, what can you actually do to ensure that you will not go back to your old ways? For me, it's making sure that I've planned ahead. It is making sure that I know my expectations of myself are realistic realistic. Um, say with my steps that's something I struggled with massively how do I fit them in when I'm working all flipping day I just split it into three like I just plan ahead it's doable have a go-to I have a go-to walk I literally do the walk same walk three times a day <laughs> like it does not have to be glamorous like just make sure you have a go-to and make it as easy as possible um, another thing I actually do which is probably really weird. I have like one favorite YouTuber and I'll just make sure I watch her videos if I'm feeling really sad. She brings me up. She makes me feel a lot happier. And before you know it, I'm back to my normal self. Another thing is set timers. So if you're feeling like you scroll too much, if you feel like you self-compare too much, if you feel like you are not getting the best out of you, just set a timer on your phone. Like you do not need to be on your phone much. There's no point. Like how many friends do you actually talk to daily? Probably not that many. You probably just sit there for much longer, scrolling on TikTok, scrolling on Instagram, Facebook, whatever you have. You probably spend the majority of your time on that app. And is it benefiting you? No, it is not. It's not at all because you are just going to self-compare. You are probably going to feel even worse about yourself. You're going to see things that are just going to piss you off like just do something that is going to benefit you. And to make sure that actually happens, set timers on your phone. I literally do this every day. I make sure I put a deadline on everything. And I make sure that I am not just wasting time because that's when regret starts to creep in. Um, I put this in this last week, but I feel like it's so important to just remind you guys. So seasons and cycles. Remember that your progress is not going to be amazing all of the time you are going to go through shit seasons you're going to go through great seasons ultimately you're going to feel happy as Larry one day and so sad the next and that's absolutely fine because everything has a season and everything has a cycle the entire world does like it's okay to not feel the same every single day and just to normalize that and to reassure you that that's absolutely fine I will be there for you on your happy days I will be there for you on your sad days you just have to communicate with me and also be kind to yourself because it is normal and always 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 just continue to be putting that two pence in the machine and eventually that big drop that you're looking for will come So it could be that you just need to make sure that you're sticking to your steps, you're sticking to your water intake, you're tracking your food every day, you're managing to get to the gym a couple of times a week. Every time you do that, you put a two penny in the machine and that two penny mountain gets bigger and eventually it will all drop and you will get to the goal that you want and you will win all your two pennies. So just continue to grow that mountain and make sure you're putting in the effort because that's when the big things or the big money happens. So in summary, I made this up myself. Um, it's kind of private. Of <laughs> in summary, you need to admit, commit, fit, and then the happiness bit will come. So you need to admit what is not serving you, what is going wrong right now, and then you need to commit to making that better. How are we going to do it? You've both written it down. You know what you need to do, and then you just need to fit it in. You need to commit to being so, um committed to it that makes that's like the same word twice but you need to be so committed to it and making sure that you actually stay consistent daily and fit it in it's not that hard it's three things you can easily do them and then that's when the happiness bit comes because you're going to feel so much more fulfilled you're going to feel so much better about yourself and you're going to start to experience that one emotion that everyone loves which is pride um and i I also feel like this is a really good picture because all we have is right now. We don't need to be thinking about, oh, my gosh, tomorrow is this. The future is this. The past is this. If you just think I have now and if I change now, my future is going to change anyway, because if I can control the now, then I can influence the future and always come back to that. So admit, commit, fit, and then the happiness bit happens. Um, So I want you guys either to just talk or um, share in the chat box. What was your biggest takeaway from this call today? Also, I hope that you can't hear me drinking because that'd be so awkward.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Loads of takeaways for me today, but my one is just going to be... Making sure that I break the habits that I've set myself. My biggest one is actually biting my nails. And now I can't get acrylics. That's the worst thing. Um, But actually, like, for myself doing it, I guess a habit would be to... I start things and then I don't really see them through. And coaching, probably being one of them with, like, previous coaches. Just kind of thinking that this is what I need to do Uh, for my health. and want to invest in myself. And then I kind of get into a lull where I just... don't really make the change for myself so I guess the biggest one would be just to commit to the six month kind of vision that you said just see where I see myself in six months and have it as like smaller goals
0: yeah 100% and if you just see it as a daily rather than rather than this is such a long journey like literally see it as if I just take these couple of things off every day for like two months straight I'm going to be amazing and I'm going to be so proud of myself that I actually pulled through this time yeah definitely well thank you so much for sharing and honestly i value that as well and i um i've actually worked with a couple couple of people who couldn't stop biting their nails and a lot of them have said that like acrylic does help obviously because you can't bite through that or if you do you're going to damage your teeth but you can um Someone actually said in the meal as well you can put like something you don't like underneath them but what I would say is as soon as you get the urge to bite have something on your desk to play with like um, a little like fidget thing and just have that as your go-to or just pick up a book start reading like do something so you can't bite. I feel like I need to wear gloves or something <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> can't <really> have gloves. <laughs> And like also, why are we doing it? Like, is it nervousness? What is powering us through? What do you feel like triggers you to do it? I think I do it either
2: when I'm like maybe like stressed or just like on a call, like listening when I'm like in deep like thought, I won't even realize that I'm biting my nails. And then either like my partner or family will like whack my hand or be like, stop biting your nails. I'm like, oh so I don't know. I don't know if it's like nervousness or stress or just just general habits.
0: It could, it could be that maybe you could even do something to try and prevent it, like maybe taking more deep breaths when you feel that when you even like make the conscious choice to like bring your hands up higher and you see them and you know that they're about to go closer to your mouth, like just take a deep breath and then like force yourself. Because it, it, the first step was admitting that it happens and you just become conscious of your own behavior. And like when you can recognize it, then you can change it. But it's a conscious change and obviously it's hard. So it could be that you just divert your thoughts onto something else or you decide I'm going to be so conscious of this and I'm going to push it away. What you could do is even like, can you paint your nails even? Yeah. So what you could do is, like, make them a colour that really stands out. And then as they come up to your face, you're going to see that different colour and you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, I need to put them
2: down. Yeah, it's not too bad when I wear fake nails um, because something's on them. So maybe just, like, wear them more, like, the stick-on ones. Um, But, yeah, as soon as they're rough, it's just like – but that's it. I can't think of, like, doing other things because I'm, like – like not subconsciously doing it myself. If that makes sense. It just yeah to be
0: in so my Yeah. And it's so hard to give up. I totally get it. Um, yeah, but maybe even wearing those the stick-ons could be a good idea, like being more committed to just constantly sticking them back on for at least say two months, and then eventually you're not gonna bite them anymore. Yeah, definitely. Fingers okay. crossed. Yeah, well, literally nails crossed. <laughs> Uh, Isha,
1: do you want to share your biggest takeaway? Um, I'd probably say my biggest takeaway would be how attainable um it it, it could be to like reach those goals that I want to be like or where I want to be six months from now. Like being able to um not plan out, but like write down what sort of steps I'd need to take to be that person six months from now makes it so much easier to visualize if does that make
0: sense yeah no 100% because you can constantly dream or you can constantly think i want to be this i want to be that but if you actually write down how and it was literally three steps that's all you have to do It's so so easy and then you realize oh my gosh like how haven't I realized this before if I just write it down it's pretty much my plan made for me like I know what I have to do to get to where I want to be and all you have to do now is just put it into practice like put that write it on a sticky note put it on your mirror and like just think of it daily and you will literally be such a better person in six months from now
1: I think as well having it I've learned about myself if I can see something every day I take it in a lot better um I think I've talked to you about this before but like if I can't see something I forget it's there so if I have a visual like representation of what I want to be or where I want to be then I work towards it better so like I've had this dress that I've wanted to get into and being able to like see it in front of me for the last couple months I, I I reckon that has helped me like move towards that goal because like I can see it I can try it on and I can see how much better I am like how it's fitting me and things whereas if it had been put back in the cupboard I would have forgotten about it I wouldn't have worked as hard as I wanted to
0: yeah I I 100% agree because I can I I feel like this is still relating but you know if you can't see something in the fridge it goes Mm -hmm. off like you just won't eat it and it'll go off (laughs) so it's the same kind of thing like if you feel like it's going to motivate you then just make sure it's everywhere I even have I think you can see here I have sticky notes on my mirror because I know that I'm going to look in the mirror every day to like check that I look fine and then I'm going to see my sticky note and I just feel like putting little notes to yourself everywhere I did that when I was revising in school and making sure that you just constantly have a reminder of what you want to be reminded about and if it means that keeping your dress out in your bedroom every single day then just go for it
1: Mm. Well, when I was in uni, I had like positive affirmations that I'd written down and I'd stuck them to my window. I stuck them to my door frame, like in places that I would see every single day. And it it helped so much. It does help. I
0: so agree. I feel like I'm going to be writing them down now. (laughs) So that could be another thing that you want to do like you want to become a more positive person so just maybe write things down give yourself little reminders be kinder to yourself like write cute things about yourself and it will help mm. like be that change that's the what I'd say to everyone be the change that you want to see don't just expect it to turn up like you have to make a change in your life if you wanted to improve. Um, anyway, guys, is there any questions that you want to cover, or are you all good? I think I'm okay. Okay,
2: awesome. I would say Who's your um? Who's your favorite YouTuber?
0: Ah, oh, so <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you guys know I'm a little bit weird. Her name is Isabel Page. She literally lives in a cabin in the woods in Canada, um, and she like she she's really unusual, but I love it. Like she's so everything she does is um a little bit out there she's self-sustainable she doesn't have even have a toilet in her cabin everything she does is really natural she makes her own clothes she's literally like everything about her life is built by her like she built her tiny house she I feel super passionate even talking about it (laughs) but yeah she like everything she does is just for herself and I feel like it's so good to live a life where you have to rely on no one other than you and no one can ever judge you for that because like you're your best self if you have found happiness in yourself and in the simple things in life as well and you guys obviously know that I'm a really simple person like I don't own much everything I own is in those two cupboards (laughs) um and I feel like If it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't have grown as much as what I have. Like, I've been so consistent to her YouTube channel for, like, two, three years. And I feel like she's such an inspiration. I'm not saying that I would want to live in a cabin. Like, that's not the life for me. But her principles, like, her values, her happiness, everything about her just makes you realize if you keep chasing more, you're going to be more unhappy. Whereas if you just strip back, go back to the basics, like you will be so much more fulfilled in life and you will have such good experiences and that's what really counts. So yeah, she's not the usual YouTuber. (laughs) You're probably like, I'm not going to be watching her now. (laughs) That was good. And also like another thing, whenever I'm sad, like whenever I feel like crying, I just go and watch her. She just puts things into perspective for you. I will share it into the group chat and you will see that it's a little bit out there. But honestly, the calming vibes, the way she makes her videos, it's like you just get so submerged into her and it just takes you away. Like she cooks everything from scratch. She um the music she puts on her videos is the music her boyfriend makes and it's just so intriguing and like she's just so real as well like she got invited to her first ever party on New Year's for the like in five years she got invited and her friend cancelled on it and she like did a video of her getting ready blah 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 and then her friend cancelled and she still uploaded it I'm like most people would take that down Mm. like she's just so honest and I really value that so yeah, any more questions or are we all done? Okay, cool. Well, thank you both so much for coming and I am super grateful that you're here. Um, so I will chat to you guys later. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.